Welcome to Crime and Reason on Talk Zone, bringing you the backstory in high-profile crimes that television leaves out. Now, here are the hosts of Crime and Reason, John Kelly and Leo Badenhausen. Welcome back, everyone, to Crime and Reason on Talk Zone. I'm Leo Battenhausen. Good evening, everybody. I'm John Kelly. Hope you're well. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, it's good to be back um, after a little break. Hey, John, you know what? We, what? Our topic tonight is not about a specific crime, as you know, but uh, maybe part one of two. But we're I'm, so what we're talking about, a, a lot we're seeing today in the news is what appears to me and what scares me and bothers me is we're trying, it seems to be a push to normalize pedophilia. I'm seeing a lot of talk uh, and a lot of things coming out that's, you know, this, this Kaplan, this, uh, Margot Kaplan story, we, uh, she's a professor of law at Rutgers University. We brought her up briefly, um, last time we were on and about her New York Times article saying that, you know, pedophiles should be protected from job discrimination and other forms of discrimination. You know, like other uh, racial minorities or people in wheelchairs. What? What? <laughs> Is she kidding? I, I don't understand this. I mean, she wants to focus on it as a disorder. Now, as a disorder, does that mean that uh, pedophiles can collect disability? That's uh, my guess. You know, I, I mean, I mean, where, where, where's this all going? I mean, uh, you know, she talks about it as it's a disorder, not a crime to be attracted to children. Uh, I, I have a bit of a, an understanding that, uh, you can be attracted to children without committing a crime. Right. But, but her whole thing is like, let, let's have them all come out. And talk about it. And they're scared to come out and talk about it. I, I mean, what do you see, Leo? Well, I mean, see, I, I guess there are plenty who don't act on their pedophilic uh, desires, but I, 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 we don't know how many of those those pedophiles are the ones who are, you know, stalking online and you know, looking at child pornography and pleasuring themselves that way. If that's what they're doing, they're also contributing to pedophilia just by looking at that stuff. But what she's saying is that, you know, the the, the American Disabilities Act of 1990 and Section 504 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1973 specifically exclude pedophiles from claiming that they are disabled and merit special considerations in the workplace or when checking into hotels and renting apartments. Now, I think that was done for a reason because these pedophiles, and she, you know, she'll argue that this is treatable with medications and treatable for the, the folks who don't act on it. That may or may not be true. I don't know, but my fear is the ones that have acted on it and are getting out of jail and going to look for a job at a school. She thinks they should be allowed to work anywhere they want and have custodial duties in a school setting. 
I mean, yeah, see, I, I have a real I, problem with that. Go ahead, Leo. I mean, the world has to have a problem with this. Who's is she going to let her kid go to school where a pedophile is a teacher? I don't think so. <laughs> That's no. And point. but what is? I don't understand this this push on her part. You know, this is just part of what a lot more going on. We talked about judges being lenient on pedophiles, and that we're seeing that a lot. We're seeing politicians that are pedophiles, uh, college uh, Ivy League. Uh, football coaches being pedophiles. Like, this stuff is all over the place. And now she comes out with this, this, this push to normalize it. You know, like they're trying to do uh, away with narcissism. Why don't we make that a disability too? Or why don't we make, uh, other, um, uh, what are the other crimes called? Pedophile, um, uh, paraphilia. Yeah. Let's make people, uh, guys who, who need to rape adult women and have sex with animals. Let's give them disability check and, and let them work in, uh, you know, in a, in a nursery school too. I, I mean, we should be outraged at this. And I think the world, if anybody's reading this stuff, if they're not the Distracted by, you know, the new Bruce Jenner, we really got to pay attention to what's going on in the world. I don't know where she's going with this. I, nothing is becoming law, but you know, just to know that somebody's out there, I think the woman's a kook, you know, to to, to even mention such a thing because let's let's face it, is there really treatment for pedophilia, John? No, not that I know of. None that works. Now, huh, I'm not saying I know everything, but the bottom line is. The people, the pedophiles that aren't acting out, okay? And mm-hmm. she brings this out. She talks about this, that there are pedophiles who really are white-knuckling it, and they're not acting out. Well, my question is, why aren't they acting out? And you know why they're not acting out? Because they're Tell scared me. of getting caught and going to jail. So obviously, the penalties here and the jail time definitely have some kind of impact on various pedophiles. Now, there's some pedophiles that may not act out, but I'm going to tell you something. I'm not ready to roll the dice with that and, and you know, see people trust their kids on a roll no. of the dice. I, I, I'm just, I, I just can't, I can't see that at this point in time. And the, and the other concern I have is if it's a disability, I mean, what's to stop people that, uh, you know, suffer from bestiality right. from saying if that becomes a disorder? Oh, I couldn't go to work today because I'm attracted to a dog down the street. Oh, I couldn't go yeah. to work today. <laughs> I couldn't go to work today. I can't show up. I can't make it for work today. I'm just obsessed with all these thoughts about a young boy I saw down the street. I mean, is that what we're looking at here? That's that's the picture she's painting, John. Yes. And think about this. Like, oh, you know, sorry, I had a relapse. We're not okay. We're not talking about relapsing with a pedophile. It's not like relapsing with an alcoholic who has a drinks a fifth of vodka. This guy's going to go out there and. Um, you know, assault and sexually abuse or molest a child. That's an excusable relapse. I yeah, don't, come on. Absolutely. And that Absolutely. Is, that, that's what we're saying here. That That's when they will relapse, you know, um, for the most part. You know, and we don't know about like the Uncle Johnny's and, and the, uh, you know, Grandpa Joe who sits in his house with his, his own family and the family never talks about what, kind of creepy things they do what about those pedophiles and we don't even hear about them your families are very hush hush so i mean this is a huge issue but you know another thing that's going on in my mind 
is the way the, the media and society today is portraying children. Children are growing up a lot quicker than they used to. And I'm not blaming the kids. Don't get me wrong. But we see a lot of young girls walking around here that look like they're a lot older than they really are. Correct. And, yeah. and right. Childhood is going backwards and, and less and less of a child's life is being spent as a child these days. They're being pushed into adulthood, pushed into sexuality, and this is being allowed by the parents and society's eating it up, which has got to be, you know, feeding into these narcissistic tendencies that lie in people's minds. Yeah, the power and the control over another human being, regardless of what that human being's age is. And I've got to tell you, the number one warning sign for pedophilia that really shoots up a lot of red flags is child porno on the Internet. Child porno on the Internet or elsewhere, <laughs> I got to tell you. I mean, if, if, if somebody isn't even actively stalking a child out in public or trying to have sexual relationship with a, a child out in public, if they're still on the Internet or wherever and they're focusing and viewing child pornography, guess what? They're breaking the law there, too. Exactly. So, yeah. So, so, I mean, you know, I think the laws need to stay exactly where they're at. I think if you're going to abuse a child and you're going to commit that crime, you need to do the time. OK, you need to do the time. And that's. You know, all there is to it. And then after you do the time, you need to be strictly supervised. And somebody has to be watching over you and you need to register as a sex offender. That's the bottom line. There's no way, there's no way we just let people run out. If somebody's got a problem, they want to go get treatment and talk about it, fine. But you and I both know as therapists, you know, sometimes talk therapy works. Sometimes talk therapy doesn't work. Okay, I'm saying mm-hmm. talk therapy. <laughs> but the bottom line, the bottom line is, you know, you can do all the cognitive behavioral talk therapy you want to do, but when that person leaves your office or leaves some therapist's office, you know, whatever could trigger him or get kick off his fantasies, jumpstart his fantasies. I mean, that's another another situation. You and it's like having an alcoholic or heroin addict in your office. You could talk. Talk to them all day and do cognitive behavioral therapy. Bottom line is, what do they do when they leave that office? If you make it a disorder, what are we going to do? We're going to turn around and say, oh, I'm sick. I'm sick. Yeah, it's a disorder. Yeah. It's a disorder. So uh, I should get a lesser sentence. You know, I'm sick. I shouldn't go to jail. I should go into an institution. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, it's, it, this is this is a big canyon to cross here. It is, but that, you're right, and that's where it's headed. You know, these pedophiles—they're no more worthy of protections afforded in, to dis- disabled Americans than people with antisocial personality disorder. Right? You know, imagine if, if, if you know, if, if that bona fide disorder, which includes a lack of empathy and disregard to the rights of others, if they're protected under the law, we'd have to keep them far from the cash register and safe from the personal information of other employees and far away from our children and, uh, and vulnerable women. Mm-hmm. So these, these laws and restrictions were put in place by very wise people for once. <laughs> you know, they know the deal and they know that there's nothing going to you know, be done with these people that, that should not afford them protections. Are we going that far to the left? That, you know, even pedophiles are going to be 
given benefits because and, they're and, sick? Come on. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and the other part of that is that the penalties that are in place, uh, uh, kind of the backstory to what she wrote about, uh, are working because in her piece, she talks about, you know, a lot of these pedophiles not acting out, not acting out. And again, I just sit back and say, well, why aren't they acting out? Well, I guess the reason they're not acting out is because they don't want to go in jail. So obviously the laws on pedophilia seem to be working in a way and be creating a strong deterrent. Because what else is stopping these guys? Their moral fiber? I don't know. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't you're know. right. It's got to be the fear of the retribution. But, yeah. you know, it's not our, it's not the world's responsibility or an employer's responsibility, you know, or, or a rent, um, landlords or anything to dance around these symptoms of these pedophiles. And, and um, you know, it's the responsibility of the person suffering with it, suffering, quote unquote, um, with either disorder, you know, to control it. And that's that. You know, why should we have to uh, inconvenience ourselves or put ourselves or our family or children at risk? Because of, um, now think about a, 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 a veteran who comes back from a war with no legs, okay? He's coming in in a wheelchair. He's disabled, okay? Yeah. That's the, that's a disability to me. That man fought or that woman fought and did something for this country and that they deserve all the rights and medals and benefits of anything this government can give them, which they don't give them enough of, by the way. And then you're going to put up child rapist next to this man or woman and say they're in the same category are you kidding me no way no way happen john can it can happen and then you talk about you know these guys and women coming back from overseas and they're suffering from post-traumatic stress which as you know is an anxiety disorder that's a whole lot different right some kind of uh you know pedophile disorder that's a whole lot different. I don't care if the person didn't act out. Okay. Mm-hmm. That they're not traumatized because they did not act out. If they do act out, they will probably traumatize a child, but they, okay. they, they're, they're not traumatized. I mean, and, and, and uh, if they are traumatized over the way they were raised or any abuse they suffered, then they need to be in counseling to deal with their post traumatic stress from abuse. Exactly right. Exactly right. You know, and you were talking before about how these laws, the ones who aren't acting out, maybe the laws are uh, are helping. People are afraid of going online to uh, child pornography sites. Isn't it like if you you go there, it seems like, you know, the SWAT team shows up at your house and the (laughs) FBI, they come with guns. I mean, it just seems like as soon as you go on something like that, boom, they're all there. Tanks are there, helicopters, (laughs) you know, that's what my impression is. And that would be a deterrent for the, it should be for them, you know, if it's, if it's that easy to get caught. But there's a place called the dark net, John, as we've been discussing, that is a hidden, hidden, a way to uh, access these sites and other sites by hiding your IP address at the house. And these pedophiles are so hip to this, there's millions of them on this thing. And this is a government-funded, it's called a dark net, government-funded um, technology that was used to, like, you know, used, I guess, for spying purposes and, um, you know, right, and, yeah. right to, to see what was... Uh, 
you know, to stay to stay under the radar of being caught, you know, for for homeland security and things like this. However, you know, these crafty, uh, I guess, there's pedophiles in that too, in in the government offices and of course in the, in military installations who have been using this to go to child porn sites by the thousands, by the millions. So they're going on these sites undetected, John. This is really scary stuff. And it's yeah, being it's funded by the government. Yeah, it's, it's a safe haven for them. 80% of it is uh, supposedly has government funding. Yeah, um, 80%. But the, the rest of it is all for profit. In fact, all the websites on there are for profit. I mean, you've got a, you've got these websites all over Asia, uh, you know, bringing up little kids and having these, uh, children, uh, follow through on the person's bidding that's viewing and paying to see them and, uh, you know, going into all different types of sexual poses and, you know, at the commands of the viewer who's paying to look at them and, uh, you know, I think they said there was like 20,000 men, 20,000 men are viewing these websites, okay, and yeah. and uh, are interested in paying to see these kids perform over in these uh, different Asian countries. I think even the Philippines is a big piece of it. I mean, that's, that's honest to God, absolutely scary. And this is brought out by CBS News, by the way, too. Yeah, this we're, is we're just not making this up. I mean... You know, they, they shut down some sites, but then they said there's all, all total something like 6,000 computers spread around the world, you know, yeah. to reroute the signals, to hide the users' locations. So again, we're, there's another device to protect these pedophiles, you know, in their deviant ways. Now get yep. this, John, the number one age, did you, did you see this? Oh, I, I blew me away. Go the ahead, number Leo. one, yeah. Let him the, at, let the, the audience. That, that down, people me. sit down for this. The average age they were seeking for in, in girls, okay, this is the men looking for kids, was zero years old. Average youngest age they were seeking for, zero years old, okay? And the average age for boys was one. Now how, how, I can't even comprehend that. Can you comprehend that? I cannot. I cannot absolutely positively comprehend that. I, I, I just can't. I mean, I got, I got to tell you, I ran into a case years ago where a convicted murderer who we believe was a serial killer, he's, he's in jail now, he's doing life, supposedly, uh, you know, sexually abused his one-year-old child. I, I got to tell you, this stuff is so hard for me to wrap my brain around. I can't fathom it. I just can't fathom. I, I don't think anybody in their right mind could fathom this. I don't think people in their wrong mind could fathom this. You know, you, even the hardest core of criminals would be sickened by this. You know, your worst murderers in the world. I don't think zero years old, John. Yeah, it's it's just insane to me. I don't. I just can't comprehend it. Then you we have Greg Greg Virgin. He's former NSA employee. Mm -hmm. He's retired. He said it's just an awful realization that these tens of thousands of people are trading porno and planning to exploit children. Now, this guy was up close and personal with all this dark net stuff. 
and he, he, it's thoroughly disgusted him. I, I mean, he's sick to his stomach over this. He just John, can't hold, hold his thought for a minute because we got to yeah. take a break. We're going to come right back to this topic where this is a uh, uh, crime and reason, folks. By the year 2020, depression will be the world's second highest diagnosed medical condition in the world following heart disease. Millions of people are suffering with depression and sadness. People ask, is depression treatable? What's causing this epidemic and what can we do about it? Psychotherapist Leo J. Battenhausen's book, Defeating Depression, The Calm and Sense Way to Find Happiness and Satisfaction, has helped thousands of people reclaim their lives. He's a licensed clinical social worker and clinical alcohol and drug counsellor. Leo J. Battenhausen shows people how to identify, address and overcome common misconceptions about life that cause many to live in misery. The book that has a five-star rating on Amazon.com is filled with priceless information to quickly bring the reader into a brighter frame of mind and assist in enjoying life to its fullest. Defeating Depression, the common sense way to find happiness and satisfaction by Leo J. Battenhausen. Available at select bookstores, Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. It will change your life. Extra Healthcare Services was founded in 1991 by Executive Director John Kelly. Our outpatient drug and alcohol counseling centers provide an individualized approach to treatment with a strong emphasis on building self-esteem in our clients and helping empower them to take effective control of their lives. Our program has had an extremely high success rate because our board-certified and licensed counselors and psychologists design a program just for you or your family member to help deal with alcohol and drug abuse. We specialize in addictive illness in both adults and adolescents. Our entire team is committed to helping you or a family member become healthy. Our alcohol and drug abuse counseling centers are located in Middlesex, Monmouth, and Union Counties, with both day and evening appointments available. Call 732-721-3835 or email us at info at extracarehealth.com. That's 732-721-3835 or info at extracarehealth.com. Now, back to John and Leo for more Crime and Reason on TalkZone.com. Welcome back to round two, folks. Round two. Here we go. We're talking about pedophilia tonight and the secret ways people are accessing it and the the push, which it seems like society is pushing to normalize this. John, you were just bringing up a, a government official who was close to this dark net circle. Oh, yeah, this guy was a major player. His name is Greg Virgin, former NSA employee. And he talked about, you know, how sick it was for him and awful and just an awful realization uh, that these tens of thousands of people, you know, were uh, trading porno, watching porno and were planning to exploit children. And then, you know, he went on on to say that the site, is advertised all the ages of the children. They advertise, you know, different ages depending on uh, what your personal pedophilia taste is. And uh, he brought up what you brought up, that the average age for girls was zero years old. The average age for boys was one. I mean, it's just crazy. It is crazy. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. just crazy. The FBI, uh, like he said, has taken down a number of these uh, 
dark net sites, but there's so much money. There's so much profit in this. There's so much of a porno market in children that for every site they knock down, they got four more coming up because people are making a lot of money on the bare backs of babies and children. And and it's just disgusting. It's just beyond disgusting. Well, look at, you know, Thailand, this is one of their biggest products. We have, you know, CEOs from this country, doctors, surgeons, lawyers, every level of professional, you know, well-educated men you can think of going over to Thailand where they can solicit these children, you know, for peanuts of money and where it's nobody, nobody stops this. This is a huge, no, nobody, it's a huge market over there. And this is where guys plan their vacations to go get their rocks off. And it's really, really, really scary that nothing's being done over there by, you know, the government to try to stop this. I mean, I think they say they are, but they're not, you know. No, no, no. This is all about the money. And isn't that dark net? They didn't, I think he said they shut down, the Mr. Virgin said they shut down a lot of the sites, but. There's still a, a lot of um, the porn sites still up. Is that still true? Oh, like, they're, 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 for everyone that goes down, you got three or four uh, replacing it because the demand is so great. He said, "I think he said it's growing, isn't it?" The pedophilia, yeah, population. it's growing all over. The you FBI know, it's is directly all involved. Over. With, and the FBI is is involved in this, can't they? And they can't track. This is a device of their own making. I suppose, and they've, you know, they put themselves in this hole. They can't find these people. Yeah, and they're saying the demand is too much. The demand is too much. Now, you know, I have to, I have to, you know, applaud the FBI for the efforts that they're making. But I got to tell you, if you look at the FBI, I mean, they are so overtaxed right now because they've got to keep an eye on this. They've got to keep an eye on keep, keeping the country safe from terrorism. They got to keep an eye on China, who's do, who just did this massive hacking incident. They've got to keep an eye on Russia. I, I think the FBI is going to end up hiring a lot of people because I don't know how, in the name of God, they can watch all of this. I think there needs to be an international porno task force set up to 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 investigate and follow this. I don't I'd see how one country can do it. That's a very good idea, you know, especially for this, the, the, the child abuse and the child neglect and, and uh, you know, uh, manipulation. You know, the human trafficking we're seeing, this is going on with children, too, for prostitution purposes and pedophilic purposes. You know, they advertise the younger the better, you know, and that's in this country, too. People can find very young girls in this country if they know where to look to uh, to have sex with, you know, for a price. And, um, but this, this dark net is a very scary thing. And, no, I'd never heard of this until we did some research no, on this topic. No, I didn't know about it either. And it, mm-hmm. and it really, I started to see it come out more for terrorists that this is how terrorists communicate with each other around the world. And here we go in the middle of it. We have all these pedophiles, you know, and, and, and their focus on, uh, you know, these young children. I mean, I mean, and then you have these slavers. That's what I'm going to call them. Sex slavers trafficking mm-hmm. them in these different countries. That's why we need an international task force to deal with this. See, if this is such a growing, a growing problem and, um, a, you know, a, an es- escalating 
I call it an addiction, not not a oh, disorder. Oh, there's no question about it. Right? It's an addiction. There's With, no question about it. It's an addiction. I mean, exactly. And that's what, and you, you know, I mean, we have Sex Anonymous throughout the country. SA. You have right. AA for alcoholics. You have NA for drug addicts. You have SA for sex, sex addicts. And and I got to tell you, uh, you know, these guys need to uh, that haven't been arrested yet really need to do something because it's only a matter of time. You run enough red light, sooner or later you're going to get caught for running a red light. You keep playing around with porno sites and trying to uh, get your jollies off on, uh, you know, the bare backs of kids. And I'm going to tell you something. You're going to get caught. When you get caught, you're going to jail. Well, you better go to jail. And see, that's another thing we've discussed in the past. Those sentences for pedophilia are not nearly long enough. You get more time for selling pot than you do for raping a child. And that's just another dis, uh, misjustice in this country. Why that is, I don't know. But they get out. They get out all the time too soon, John. Yeah, so, you and, know, and, and they don't ahead. register. You know, 20% of them don't register like they're supposed to. You don't know where they're at. That's true, too. Absolutely true. And we need to be aware of this, folks. You know, we need to keep our kids safe, you know, and then be aware. And that's, again, it feeds into this growing need for these sickos because, you know, because how the way children are, are growing up quicker feeds into it. Remember, I think of little John Benet Ramsey. You know, what were her parents thinking? They were made her a little, she looked like a little prostitute. You know, no offense. God bless her I'm for the family and, but you know that those dance recitals that parents get their claws into, what's the point of that? Making your and that's a that's a pedophile's dream come true. Going to one of those shows, did you know that? Well, I know that's where they go. I know they go where kids are. Like I that's said, when we it. when we were looking for various uh, serials, serial killers that were pedophile pedophiles. I mean, huh, where do they hunt? They hunt where the kids are. Right. You know. If you're mm-hmm. going to go duck hunting, you go, you hunt where the ducks are. If you're, if you're a pedophile and a pedophile killer, where do you hunt? You hunt where the kids are. And then it's just that simple. And you know, who's the ice cream man? You know, come, who's, who's running the merry-go-round? You know, who's on the right, Ferris right. wheel? You know, you got all these different things going on. Who's, who's hanging out by the schoolyard? So you have all this, you have all this going on in, uh, you know, I think the bottom line is there has to be a focus. There has to be a focus on, uh, you know, getting to the root of this, dealing with it. And by uh, me saying this, I am not going to call it a disorder. You know, we're talking about these young girls. This is what you're saying. And, these and young boys. boys. Where do we get zero to one? Average age zero to one. How? Uh, where does that come from, Leo? How insane is that? You brought that out earlier. I mean, it's, it's just... It's just mind-boggling. How do you, how do you even start to deal with that? I mean, I just don't understand it. It's, again, I think it's extreme narcissistic behavior, like you have in your book, and I think it's a lot. The vast majority about it's power and control for whatever reason in some sicko's mind. Absolutely. Now get this, John. Hey, there's there's a there's a, a, a treatment being proposed out there for pedophiles. By the way, how about this, John? Robotic experts say childlike machines could become most powerful tool in reducing sex attacks. Animal and disabled robots, disabled animal and disabled robots could also cater to dark desires. Okay, this came from the New York Daily News. 
So he, yeah. here, here's a proposed money-making way to satisfy the pedophile's desire. Make them a robotic child to abuse. Yeah, and this is, this is, this is, uh, this is garbage. This is garbage. This is garbage. The only thing that robots are going to do are help these guys practice. Okay? That's a great they're, point, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to practice with these robots just like they do with animals. Okay? They, mm-hmm. they learn how to hurt and kill animals, and then they move their way up to children. Well, a robot is going to be like... Uh, some kind of, uh, practice, uh, utility, if you will, like a, a punching bag, or it's gonna be like a, uh, you know, some kind of, uh, uh, exercise in, ah, yeah. uh, in insanity is what it's gonna be. Because it, I mean, they, what do you think? These guys are nuts. Hey, it's called antisocial personality disorder. It is not called Antisocial robotic disorder. Okay, well these guys aren't dumb. They're looking at they're looking at machines. They want the real thing. They want society. Society's made up of human beings. Right. They want people. They want that flesh zero to one years old. You know, you think a a robot's going to satisfy these these sick bastards' minds? It's not going to happen ever. You know, but this 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 guy's a childlike robots could be used for pedophiles. Get this. Could be used for pedophiles the way methadone is used to treat drug addicts. That's yeah. a Ron Ark. <laughs> Ron Arkin said that from Georgia's Georgia Tech's Medi- uh, mobile robot lab. He's the director. Come on, you're gonna give. A, you, we know how effective methadone is. It's one drug for another, but I don't think that would work in this case here. Yeah, because yeah. this is not the actual drug. You're absolutely correct. I mean, methadone is a strong central nervous system depressant, just like heroin. Exactly. Okay. This is not. This is this 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 isn't going to do it for them. Well, isn't okay? it also? Pedophiles are also about control in, in many percentages of the cases, right? I mean, exactly. they, there was no control in a robot, so they're going to miss that whole piece of the sexual desire and uh, satisfaction. The robot's going to give them nothing that they can get from a kid like that. That control. Yeah, and, and, and what about all these years, all these rubber dolls that have been uh. on the market, and these various sex toys and stuff, I mean, that look human. I mean, obviously they haven't worked. How's yeah. a robot going to work? But you know what? You see, here again, you got to follow the money, okay? you got to follow the money because the people that are pitching this have an investment in this type of technology. And here we go again with technology. Like yeah, yeah. Here we go again. Okay. You're looking at, you know, the, the, these people that, that have investments here. There's investments like, uh, Mr. Arkin. I'm not saying he's involved in a profit making organization, but he is involved with, uh, you know, the college there and, um, you know, Georgia tech, and, uh, you know, that's where a lot of this stuff starts. You know, it comes out of college and then it's put on the free market. So I think it's pretty, it's pretty crazy stuff to be honest with you. Um, you know, and, and, and then their pitch is, well, this will, this will help stop them from attacking humans. Yeah. Really? 
Really? <laughs> really? Because I've never seen that. I've never seen that. I've seen them kill animals up the wazoo, and guess what? They get bored with it. They actually get bored with killing animals. They want to move. It's part of the revolution towards attacking humans. And these robots, this is just practice, man. This, I, this, I have this to agree. Practice. Uh, to his credit, Mr. Arkin here, he did say he didn't advocate selling them for uh, these robots as sexual aids, but he wanted rather to use them in research settings. But, um, you know... He told Forbes magazine, I, I only believe it is worth investigating in a controlled way to possibly provide better protection to society from recidivism and sex offenders. But I think that's a loaded statement. I think there's a profit involved in it, like you said. You know, and some of these creeps would, would buy them to try them out, I suppose. And like you said, practice with them, you know, and, and do other things with them. Uh, these are, you know, robots are going to be everywhere, according to this arc, and in the future they'll be doing the jobs that we used to do and this sort of thing. How true that is, I don't know, but this is not going to work. And this, this is the best thing to throw out there. We got this Kaplan lunatic saying this is a disorder, and we got people wanting to put robots out there as children so these guys can reduce their desires to attack. <laughs> then we got the dark net. Funded by the government where people can get in contact with zero to one year olds. This is falling to pieces. This, this whole issue. And like you said, there's a canyon of issues that need to be addressed here. And, um, we need to be aware. Very Yeah, aware. there's another guy by the name of Ben Way. He's the author, uh, you know, he's the author, this Ben Way of job collapse. And he has suggested that robots uh, you know, that can act like, now I get, this is really crazy, like uh, small animals and disabled people could be sold to, uh, you know, uh, protect people from, you know, bestiality and those that have fetishes and dark desires. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable. A survey in Britain. I think it was last spring, uh, revealed that one in six people would have sex with a robot. Now, now where wow. they got those numbers, I don't know. Who paid for the research? Who paid for the survey? You know, I, I, I just don't know. Uh, there one are, in six? Yeah, one. one in six. Yeah, one in six people. That's uh, almost 20% would have sex with a robot. There are already a lot being sold on the Internet. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. We're <laughs> poised on the cusp of really being surrounded by robots, said Jennifer Urban. She's a law professor. I don't have the college uh, that she's at. Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. All the more, all, all the more reason to have a moral discussion, uh, on legal and ethical consequences of, uh, using artificial, uh, robots. I mean, I mean, this is, this is, uh, artificial intelligence, I guess you'd call it, right? Cause it is oh artificial God. intelligence, you know? I mean, this is just, just off the charts. I don't know where they're coming, uh, they're coming with this next, but I will tell you that again, 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 that robots will not work with sex offenders. Robots will not do anything but give them an opportunity on maybe how to practice because it, 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 they're not about 
uh, things. They're, they're about human beings that they objectify and turn into things. They right. want that power and control of playing God and turning that human being into a thing, objectifying them and turning them into a thing. They don't, they don't want robots. Right. And that's part of the sickness and this thing about this, uh, that, what is that love band boy love club or whatever? These guys right. say they love, they truly love little boys. Are you, come on. You know, they're just saying, no, it's not about the sex. We, we love them. Ma'am, I'm not even going to say the name of the group, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they and they love boys, or do they love to do what they want to do to That's boys? That's it. They love what they want to do to the boys. Yeah, do they love boys, or do they love what they want to do to the boys? We, That's hey, my John. question. Yeah, that, that's the answer. John, you, you had something, um, you wanted to mention about ideas and media, didn't you? Before oh, we take a I, break. I, I have to tell you, ideasinmedia.com. And that is Bill Milbrot, who is the producer of ideasinmedia.com. You and I've worked with him. Mm-hmm. He produced our first show, our yes, first demo. The guy's terrific. He's extraordinary. He's just not an ordinary producer. He's done a lot for us. Yes, he has. I think he can help a lot of other people out there. And uh, I think if anybody's interested in uh, producing a show or advertising, they need to go to ideasinmedia.com. Bill Milbrot, give him a call. Tell him John and Leo sent you. Uh, really nice guy, easy to work with. We're very happy to have worked with him. Uh, and, and, you know, this show... Bottom line is, uh, you know, part of, uh, his production in a way from, uh, producing our first demo. Yeah, you look know? him up, look, look him up on ideas and media and you'll see a lot about him. He's a very creative, very ingenious guy and a yeah. nice guy at that. You're a wonderful guy. And again, uh, not, uh, not just your ordinary producer. All right. When we come back from this break, we're going to talk about something that does work in treating pedophilia. So stick around for this one. We are raising a generation of techno-savvy and social media-obsessed kids. There's a lack of real human connection and concern for our fellow man. Social Side, How America is Loving Itself to Death by licensed clinical social worker Leo J. Battenhausen explores the new generation of young people and how they are turning into godless people with narcissistic and psychopathic tendencies. Americans have become so obsessed with themselves that their country's once great bedrock of dignity and respect is crumbling from underneath us right before our eyes. Isn't it time that we regained our confidence in spirituality and the existence of a higher power? This and so much more is explored in the book Social Side, How America is Loving Itself to Death by licensed clinical social worker Leo J. Battenhausen. Social Side is available on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, FaithBooksAndMore.com, and SocialSideInfo.com. Social Side, How America is Loving Itself to Death by Leo J. Battenhausen. By the year 2020, depression will be the world's second highest diagnosed medical condition in the world following heart disease. Millions of people are suffering with depression and sadness. People ask, is depression treatable? What's causing this epidemic and what can we do about it? Psychotherapist Leo J. Battenhausen's book, Defeating Depression, The Calm and Sense Way to Find Happiness and Satisfaction, has helped thousands of people reclaim their lives. He's a licensed clinical social worker and clinical alcohol and drug counsellor. 
Leo J. Badenhausen shows people how to identify, address and overcome common misconceptions about life that cause many to live in misery. The book that has a five-star rating on Amazon.com is filled with priceless information to quickly bring the reader into a brighter frame of mind and assist in enjoying life to its fullest. Defeating Depression, The Common Sense Way to Find Happiness and Satisfaction by Leo J. Battenhausen. Available at select bookstores, Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. It will change your life. Welcome back to Crime and Reason on TalkZone.com. Here are your hosts, John Kelly and Leo Battenhausen. Welcome back, everybody. You know, Leo, I got to tell you, I'm looking at this Mitchell Harris guy. You were talking about somebody that paid the ultimate price for his sins. Mitchell Mm -hmm. Harris, Mitchell Harris, 23-year-old convicted child rapist. And, you know... He, he wasn't given a death sentence. When he was uh, prosecuted and he was found guilty, he was given time. He was given, given time. time. And he had to do time. The court put him in prison. And I'll tell you what, even though he wasn't given a death sentence by the judge, I'll tell you what, he met a fate worse than death. Yeah, he died, but it was a fate worse than death because he ran into a guy by the, Nathan, by the name of Nathan Mann when he was in prison. This Nathan Mann was a 24-year-old murderer. And he had a buddy in the same prison with Mitchell who was very, very focused on hurting Mitchell Harris. Both of these guys conspired. The other guy's name is Michael Parr. He was 33 years old. Mm -hmm. Nathan Mann was uh, 24, I believe, years old. But anyway, these two guys conspire. And what they want to do is they want to kill Mitchell Harris. They want to disembowel him. They want to cut him open. And they want to eat his liver. (laughs) <laughs> and you know what they did? Right. They killed this pedophile. They killed him. They cut his throat. They cut him in a million pieces. They turned around and they opened him up, but they couldn't go any further. They couldn't eat his liver. They had some kind of makeshift weapon I don't know what that makeshift weapon was, but they called it like a scalpet, a scalpelette, something yeah. like that. I guess that's a prison-made scalpel. Right. Okay. They call them a shank too, right? Yeah, shanks too. That's a, that's a bigger knife. Yeah. And the bottom line with it is that you know they took out his eyes as well. I mean, these guys were insane. True. Uh, Absolutely. They 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 really inflicted a lot of pain and suffering on this Mitchell Harris. Now, this Mitchell Harris, you know, this is just not his first, you know, uh, trip to the rodeo. This isn't his first rodeo. Mitchell Harris not only raped this girl, but also uh, was convicted of raping another girl when he was in his teens. And was also involved in armed robbery. I mean, he was a, he was a pretty bad dude. 
until he ran into these two guys. Maybe he should have had a robot. Yeah. <laughs> that would have helped, right? Yeah, that, I'm sure that robot would have helped this yeah, guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't think so. That's, that's funny. Okay? Because this guy was just hell-bent on raping children, and boy, did he get what he deserved. I don't know if he deserved all this, but, you know, he, I, really, he really ended up paying his dues big time when he ran into these guys, you know? Well, let's I'll say, you know, if he deserved it or not, John, he wouldn't have been in jail if he didn't rape a child, right? Absolutely. Yeah. What Absolutely. are you going to do? Yeah. What yeah. are you going to do? You yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. Just, that's yeah. jailhouse justice. And that's, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, you can't, uh, some, some people want to, I don't know if these, those two guys as psychopathic as they were have kids of their own. They might, and that's certainly, you know, these guys in jail do not take well to pedophiles. No, and especially especially these two guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we can go back, you know, uh, and we can go back years ago where there was a priest by the name of John J. Goham, and he was sentenced to uh, 20 years in a uh, Massachusetts prison. He was involved with all that pedophilia up in Boston. This was a really bad pedophile priest. Mm-hmm. And um, he went off to prison, and he was in prison. And uh, he was even saying mass in prison. And, uh, and then he ran into the wrong guy, a guy by the name of Joseph Druce. And Joseph, you know, who was abused when he was a child by uh, an adult, I don't know if it was a priest or not, mm-hmm. uh, had so much anger in him, and he was doing life, Joseph Drews was doing life for murder, he ended up getting a hold of this priest, this Gohan, and he stomped and strangled him to death right in the prison. So wow. you're absolutely correct. If you're going to be a perpetrator of children, you better not go to prison because there's going to be a lot of guys in there who do not like pedophiles, who do not like child abusers. Many of them were abused themselves as children. That's right. And that man, I'll tell you, that volcanic rage is going to come out and it's going to be perpetrated on you. And that's the risk they're going to take. And see, the... To me, that works, but who am I to say? You know, there, that should be the biggest deterrent for these guys before they start thinking about, you know, doing these horrible things to children, you know, to wind up in there. They're right. Even, even the worst murderers like this guy in jails, there is a, a pecking order of, you know, it's right. It's they don't like pedophiles. They and they don't like rapists. I don't think that's uh, that, or you know, right, people who uh, guys who rape women. I think those are the two, right? That are, uh, you know, not really uh, well accepted. I mean, there, there is that uh, that jailhouse justice thing going on. But children, I know, children, rapists and abusers are the worst, and especially children who have been the murderers of children. Um, are top of the list. So this is what they're up against, you know, when they go in there and they need to understand that. Yeah. Do they deserve you, it? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, leave, leave that, that girl, up to God. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I bet that child's parents aren't so uh, sad about this. I guarantee you that, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I'll tell you something, uh, 
you know, a lot of these guys, when they go into prison, are put into what's called PC. That stands for protective custody. Because a lot of these prisons realize that these guys' life expectancy is going to be very short if they're out there in uh, general public and they're out there in the yard. I mean, uh, you know, if they're around other inmates, you know, they're in for one hell of a time. And, uh, you know, if, if you don't want to do the time with these kind of psychopaths, then you should not commit the crime. And I think, I think as you're saying that, you know, this could be a major reason why a lot of these pedophiles do not act out because they are not only afraid of doing the time, but they're afraid of meeting some of these guys when they go in there. Like this sure. man, this man, this prisoner, this man, this psycho, his name was Mann, uh, Nathan Mann, was described by a psychiatrist in the prison as being completely remorseless uh-huh. and a callous psychopath <laughs> who harbors cannibalistic urges. You can't get any worse than that. So if you don't want to go meet Mr. Man, you better leave the kids alone. And that's it. And fun. parents, we really got to you know, extend your efforts to keep your children safe. You know, and watch what they're wearing. I think that's really important. I, mean, you know, I don't want to sound like a old-fashioned uh, grandpa here, but you know what I mean? The, the, your young girls need to look like, you know, they're, they're going into a club for dancing. That's, is that really necessary? A lot of schools today, John, have dress codes for kids too. You know, and that's part of a solution, I guess, because it doesn't, you know, the girls are not to blame. And I'm not saying that, you know, it's not, no girl deserves anything no matter what she wears. But, you know, you gotta be careful. You know, you just gotta do everything you can. Don't let your kids go out alone. You know, if they're in a group, that's fine. You know, and then, and, and keep an eye on who, what adults they're involved with outside of the house. Having an idea of who they're involved with inside the house. You know yeah, what? I think I think a dress code, you're right, is a step in the right direction. At least it's a step. It's a step. But like you were saying, uh, uh, um, an agency, the worldwide agency to fight this is definitely in order. And I think that's a great idea mm-hmm. to try to you know reduce this stuff and put these guys where they belong, wherever that may be. I think there should be an island for them. Just send them there forever. Let them be amongst themselves. Um, and stop with the robots and trying to... Yeah, well, are you going to give robots on that yeah. island? Yeah. Pedoph- <laughs> no, pedophiles Island. Forget yeah, Gilligan's <laughs> Island. Pedophiles <laughs> Island. You know. Robots. Exactly. Too. But yeah, even like... The, they, robot. Yeah. Send them over there. But And even like the, they use that medication called Depro-Provera. Did you ever hear of that? Yeah, that's, that's a, supposed to uh, just shut them right down, right, sexually? Well, it's supposed to, it's like a liquid castration, they call it. Does that really med- work? That no. Really- John, it does not work. When I worked at uh, the, the, the Greystones, the state hospital, they'd come in, they'd give them Depo-Provera. It didn't work. Those guys would tell me, you know, it doesn't really have a big effect on me. And then some of them would even say, we still have our hands in our mouth. So how, how sick is that? that? Yeah. That's sick. That's how to put, that's them. That's yep. them. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How do you treat that disorder? How do you treat that disorder? That's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe there are the pedophiles who don't act, but these are the ones that do. 
These are the ones that are dangerous, and as soon as they get out, they're going to do it again. That's all they think about when they're locked up is um, getting back out there and then restarting. Yeah, it's you know. an addiction. It's not a disorder. Now, something else, too, I think you'll find interesting. The judge that put this guy behind bars said it's a good thing he's behind bars. I'm going back to this uh, Mr. Man fellow who had the cannibalistic urges who uh, yeah. killed us so they could kind of him. He said it's uh, it's a good thing he's behind bars uh, where he can take out his darkest urges uh, on bottom feeders, on the bottom feeders of society, <laughs> like Mitchell Harris. Wow. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy that this was said, you know. <laughs> but this guy came out and said, Ad, that this guy, it's a good thing he's behind bars because he's a complete psychopath, sociopath, cannibalistic murderer who could take mm-hmm. out his darkest, deepest surges on society's bottom feeders like Mr. Mitchell Harris. So that was the reference the judge made to this killing of Mitchell yes, Harris? Yes, oh. yes, yes. It was great. I mean, just, uh, you know, if I have it right here, but somebody made those comments. I didn't write them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a judge, John. I like that. I mean, this guy's got my vote. Yeah, see, like, not like these other guys who, uh, who, who brush the guy's hand and say, you've just been a bad boy. You stop doing that now. That, that little girl didn't deserve that. Yeah. You know, go off and do your thing. Oh, come on. We've got to get to the solutions of these things, John. We're getting there. Next week on our show, I think we're going to talk about some specific pedophiles. I think the worst pedophile Ooh. we've ever heard of, correct? Ooh, Mr. Cooper, forget it. Mr. Cooper, the called, uh, labeled as the worst pedophile we've ever, ever known. I think he's from Canada, correct? He's Canada's worst pedophile, so they claim. Well, yeah. we're going to yeah. dice. It's going to be very interesting on, uh, on this guy because, you know, as we talked about uh, the recidivism rate and the relapse rate coming out, um, you know, and, uh, you know, this, this guy here is just a complete sadistic, uh, animal who, uh, who I, I, I can't see how any, any kind of therapy or robots would have controlled this guy. We'll leave it up to the audience to decide that. Yes. We're going to dig him apart and, uh, next week. So we'll hope you all be back to join us here at Crime and Reason. Check out our website, crimeandreason.com, crimeandreason.com. And I guess until we meet again, folks, 